Everybody and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me, once again, is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing? And to the left of me, uh, from the Rotating Gang, brand new, brand new addition to the Rotating Gang, and of Cigar Store Indians uh, is a gentleman named Arthur Art Webb. By the way, I love to rotate. I love to just sit on it and rotate. Oh yeah, like a little wow. sit and spin, like when you're a kid. Those little things you sit on and you spin me, dude. I'll, I'll spin me round, round. We'll, we'll do like that. a record. <laughs> so Art, people will be like, well, why is Art Webb on the show? Who the fuck is Art Webb? That's well, what can I, I swear? Is that all right? Can you I swear? Can swear all you like. Oh, Peaked. Yeah. Yeah, clipped. You said term- right. The great thing, okay, one of the reasons here, Art Webb is the, the uh, production guy, a producer, Dude, a soundboard guy. I what do you call it? What do you call it? I can't even describe to you what my... Um, I don't know if I have a specific title in what I do anymore because it's so... It's, it covers so many different aspects of radio, but basically, I guess you could just label me as a soundboard runner slash production director slash, I don't know. I, I do, I make sound. I paint pictures with sound. <laughs> well, I, I like that. that. There's nothing pretentious about that at all, Art. No. <laughs> I, I paint pictures with sound. Um, what I do is I find the... Uh, Inner hub of the universe, and what I do is I channel it, and then everyone deep. hears it. Yeah, it's deep. Man. Uh, it's not bad. I'm sorry for what show? I take my craft uh, quite seriously. I work uh, for the Tom Likas show, but I also work for the New Normal Network as a whole as uh, the program director for New Normal Music, oh. uh, the music director, the promotions director, the on-air talent, I, everything for New Normal Music. Yeah, and uh, New Normal oh. Music is the uh, Tom Likas started uh, an entire like music network with right. you, at, you with Art Web. Do you want me to run through the whole thing? I mean, I can give you the whole lay down. If, uh, G- give, us, give us a nice Cliff Notes version so nice people know what's going on. Okay, so in 2009, I believe it was, CBS Radio took the Tom Likas show off of the air along with all the other shows that were mm-hmm. on KLSX here in Los Angeles. And Tom was under a five-year contract that wasn't set to expire until 2012. Oh, wow. So he basically had three years to hang out and do nothing but sit on a ranch in the middle of nowhere in the middle of California where there's grapes growing and just kind of sit around and, and think. And he hadn't, uh, you know, if anybody had ever listened to the Tom Likas show, they know that he's kind of a savant and a genius. And yeah. He's, he's very, very smart guy. I heard once, I think it was uh, uh, Dino was saying, Dino who mm-hmm. works for uh, Tom Likas. Uh, Dino was once saying that, that he was in Tom Likas' library yeah. and that he had a, a, you know, a whole bunch of books and he pulled out a certain book and he said, he'd say, Tom, what's on page 116? Yeah, and that's, Tom will know. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the chapter where they talk that's about. That's not. Blah. That's not a true. Or that's not. <laughs> that's not a true. Story. That's not a, a false story. The true, actually, story to that. It gets even better. Is you can pull out a book and open to any page and read a sentence, and Tom will be able to recite the sentence before and the sentence after. Oh my God! Yeah, wow. yeah. he remembers your name by how many. Uh, num- how many letters are in it? The letter, how many numbers? That's like an letters. autistic yes. thing, like uh, mm. you know. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it's that far, but he's just he's he, it's numbers. He sees things in numbers, and that's right. 
how he kind of operates and he's a very 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 intelligent human being and he's always been able to um, kind of perceive the world around him really well and and figure out trends and what's coming and what's going and what have you and for uh, the amount of time that he was sitting around not really doing anything but collecting a check from CBS not a bad bit by the way yeah that's the gig uh, I want by the way I had moved to Portland Oregon to be on the air up there at a rock station called KUFO and uh, a year after I did that, things went south. They changed owners. They scaled back my workload and basically said, we'll make you the executive producer of weekend programming, which means nothing in, right. in, in a rock station world. <laughs> so I quit and uh, I went to France for a few months and then I came back to LA and uh, that's when I started talking with uh, Tom again. And he'd come to me and said, you know, I'm going to start a syndication network and uh, I want to start building content on it now before we reach the uh, launch of the Tom Likas show in 2012 if I don't get a radio offer that I like. And we uh, launched New Normal Music after the Gary and Dino show had been launched, which is a podcast that right. Gary and Dino do, which is an excellent show. It's great. Cool. And then obviously uh, just recently they launched, launched the uh, Tom Likas show back yes. on, uh, and it's it's available streaming uh, like blowmeuptom.com. Yeah, exactly. And then if you pay for a certain amount of money per month, you can get podcasts of everything. Yeah, the way that works, when we designed... The Tom Likas Show, we tried to keep it as close to a radio concept as possible. We don't actually necessarily enjoy the term podcast because we're not podcasting. What we're doing is we're doing a live radio show on the internet. Right. So when you listen to The Tom Likas Show, you actually tune into a website, blowmeuptom.com, and the show is on live every day from 3 to 6 or 3 to 7 p.m., depending on the day. And we do the show live. We have live callers. We have I mean, it's, you would not believe the amount of people that we did not know whether or not they'd be able to figure out the internet. The right. idiots, really, they figured out the internet. <laughs> and, the idiot, so you're saying at this moment in time, the Tom Likas show proved the fact that the idiots yes. have learned how to work the internet. Yes, not only that, and cell phones and apps and plugging into auxiliary jacks in their car, they can all do it. They right. all do it. So if they can do it, then everybody's going to be doing it eventually. Right. Here's what, here's what I'm realizing, Buck, that uh, Art Webb, much more intelligent than Todd Perry, because I hitched my uh, chariot to the Brian Whitman star right. and uh, Art Webb to the Tom Likas star is basically mm. what's happening here. Well, yeah. I mean, when you back in those days, if you looked at it logically, the Likas show was on in how many markets and the Whitman show was on in how many markets? But moving on. What, what's one thing real quick just to... Uh, I'm, I'm sure everybody listening to the show, obviously they're familiar with Tom Likas and everything. What's one thing that people... Because people have a conception of Likas from his on-air persona and the the... And, and and Tom, not on on the air. And uh, what would be one thing that would probably amaze people about Tom? Because he he's a real dynamic. Because I've met him, obviously, many times work at the radio station. Uh, what What's one thing that people would be like, wow, okay. I think a lot of the... Um a lot of the imagery that the show can give off a lot of the time is that is that the Tom parties drinks a lot, you know, a lot of wine, he's beer, alcohol. We're big drinkers. We go out and drink. And that's... That's uh, that's definitely true. There's there's yeah. alcohol that is consumed during the show 100% of the time. Because I always see w- when when Lycus would come do the show at KLSX, he'd have a big-ass bottle of wine yeah, next to him. And, exactly. And I was like, I want that gig. Nice. I want to just sit and drink wine. I drink uh, you know, Bud Light Platinum. So as much as it sounds yeah. like we party, uh, there's an equal amount of just sitting and reading and learning and researching that Tom does. Tom's... A lot of his time is spent just researching trends, reading news. I mean, the guy is obsessed with current events, current affairs. So as much fun as it seems like he has partying and going out and banging shit all the yeah. time, banging bitches and shit all the time, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a, we work hard. We work very hard at what we do. And, and the reason the product is so good is because it, 
equal amount of work goes into it. And it's funny sitting seeing uh, Art talk about Tom right here with the hand gestures you're doing. If you could if you see the visual on this, it reminds me a lot of an Apocalypse Now when uh, Dennis Hopper was discussing Colonel Kurtz. And uh, he's kind of going through all the machinations. He's like, you can't land on the moon with physics, man. Right. He's beyond that, man. Little arms, dude. And like, it's just kind of, uh, you know. For show updates and hashtag real talk, follow us on Twitter at Far Out Podcast, at Todd A. Perry, that's with one D, and at Buck Perez. To follow any member of the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, see who Far Out follows. So everybody knows I'm a failed musician, right? <laughs> I, I, you know, last I heard, last I heard, the Chubby Chasers were doing pretty well. Oh, look at this guy. Well, the, the Chubby Chasers are currently on hiatus. Oh, okay. But th- yeah, they that the the bad thing is the biggest success in my life, whether it be podcasting, radio, my professional career. Um, Biggest success has been the Chubby Chasers, like so far, yeah. yeah, thus far. No, they they had a rap group where they where they sang about fat chicks and they got really popular amongst fat chicks. It was good uh, amongst the skinny and juggalos, by the way. <laughs> Juggalo, like the amount of juggalos on the MySpace page for the the the, the world famous Chubby yeah. Chasers was this, it was like it was like uh, I get like you know the email like you got a friend request or whatever on MySpace and it was like fat chick juggalo fat chick <laughs> sometimes a fat chick juggalo which awesome. was uh, always a good look. Fat Juggaho. Now, so I, you know, I've decided that maybe I have one last grasp at some sort of career uh, as a, as a songwriter, and and I thought that if you, um, sorry, I'm just getting my notes together because I don't remember the chords to my songs. This is the last ditch effort. This is the last ditch effort, and I figured maybe I could get some kind of success as a country singer. Oh. Well, you definitely have that call, that kind of tall, slender. You yeah. know, you get the ball cap on. You could definitely get up on a country stage, and they would they'd buy into it. I've been told they look like Hank Williams. You got a toaster on your shirt. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking. It's true. I'm thinking Kenny Chesney. Oh, why, why is that? I've mm-hmm. never seen you without the hat. I don't know what's going on underneath. I'm not it. trying to hide my baldness. You're, you're it just oh. it's my podcasting hat. I wear a Raiders hat when I podcast. I'm saying professionally. I yeah. Right. And so I, uh, I don't know, just something about you. So I just figured that maybe you know I could I could isn't write... Brad Paisley a really gay country name? Paisley, Paisley, in general, Brad just... Paisley, but he's country. I'm not. Uh... Did well, you just... anyway, you know, because it I, sounds no, real. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Let's let's get to the. Music. Brad's kind of a gay name too. Bradley. Bradley. You know, I had this weird epiphany Bradley on Paisley. Twitter. I'm sorry to derail this again. I had this weird epiphany on Twitter on Friday about the name Willie and how that's only only a terrible name like Willie could be popular in the 90s. And for some reason, Willie had this like major predominant kind of like in our face fucking way of being in the 90s you had free willy you had big willy style oh. think about the name willy have you ever heard of the name willy anywhere else other than in uh, uh temple of doom uh, temple of doom was late 80s uh, willy scott that's yeah. kind of sexy yeah yeah, yeah. 84 84 yeah. uh but the name willy really in, in pop culture has only been very prominent in the 90s it's been kind of silenced of recent because it's a mm. terrible fucking name yeah <laughs> well so william is great yeah, it's I mean, fine but going by willy it's like what's up willy no dude. i don't think i've ever met a dude named Will- uh, no i have a, I have, a I have a cousin named willy it's like it, it's on my wife's side so it's not like an actual okay, relative right. but you know <sighs> so i'm gonna play um my first country song, uh, I, I, you know, it's my first country song I ever wrote, but I, I think um, that under my new name, uh, Colt Magnum, 
It's my new country name. It's very, um, you know, you're taking a st- you're taking a real like I am Colt Magnum. That's a very it's two guns strong name. They always say never trust a man with two first names. What if two gun names? Well, you there know, you go, yeah. Yeah, so Colt Magnum. I figure it's it's a strong name, right? Like it's no, like it is. you don't want to. Fu- it's like Clint Eastwood. You know, you don't want to fuck with Colt Magnum. And by the way, it I implies could, violence. Yeah. Oh, it, it does more You're, than you imply. seem. You seem dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could easily see Colt Colt Magnum up on a marquee. Exactly. Verizon yeah. Wireless Amphitheater. Colt Magnum, Kenny Chesney. Br- brought to you by Magnum. Brought to you by Magnum condoms. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, Senorita. You're not my type, and it's not your dress or customs. The problem's mine. There's something you should know when you're north of Mexico. Well, only steers and queers come from Texas. I'm from Texas I'm from Texas I'm sorry Senorita I have to go There's a broke back mountain I gotta climb in Laredo There's something you should know when you meet guys from north of Mexico That only steers and queers come from Texas And I'm from Texas I'm from Texas You, you think, think that works? You think that uh, you know the country uh, people would get behind me with something like that? Um, I think as you keep the gay stuff as subtle as you can Then yeah, you'll be good I'm, well, fe- I, I'm well, feeling well, a vibe, well, and it's a, it's a vibe. Yeah, you feel that. Well, I, I, I think it's a unique that, vibe in the country. So you, you caught you caught that that the song had a kind of a, a, yes. a gay yes. positive when you, overtone. When, when you said, I'm not into you, senorita, and that only steers and queers come from Texas through process of elimination, I was able to kind of come to the come to the conclusion that you were not a steer because cows don't sing. All right, very good. Okay, that, that's a good point. I am, I'm, Buck, am I not a steer? Correct. Okay. Correct. So then, well, the only other option left was that you're not into her because you're because you're gay. Who, who, who you're knows? Queer. Who knows? I'm leaving it out there because I think the thing is that if look, that was my perception. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you know, hey, everybody has their own perceptions, but you know, I, I want to to get a mainstream country audience, but also there needs to be something that in the gentlemen's bars where where where, where cowboys go to that they have some kind of. Music they can listen I to. I think that uh, that you're keeping the uh, you know the steers and the Laredos and the Texases. If yeah. it's playing on in the background and people aren't really actively listening to it, then you're right. You're going to be able to kind of slide right underneath. And they're drinking so much beer as it is that they you know they're not going to know, right? Yeah. But then to those who do know, they have a good chance of hooking up, and then they're going to buy my albums. It's like the Village People. The Village People, you know, the the average middle American loved it, and then. They had a whole career that went on forever, you know, ostensibly. You know, it's like Margaret Cho, you know. It, it, the only problem that I'm seeing there is that in the 70s, the flamboyance was so accepted. Everybody loved the flamboyance and the big and you know, dramatic kind of dress. And now the people, they, 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 don't, they look down on that a little bit more. So you're going to have to really kind of come from the from the behind, come from the back end. From, from the back end of the country right. market. Right. Okay, well, yeah. I have another one. There's the back door you can come through. I have another one. Maybe this this one's a little, you 
know, I'll just see what you guys think, okay? It looks like someone forgot the ass in your chaps. And I, I can't get into that. Your butt's exposed like the Lone Ranger without his mask. I'll be your Tonto if you have to ask. That song's called Chaps. I, you know, I, uh, I hear, I hear a, a song about companionship and yes. you know, like friendship. That's friendship, a good song. Yeah. That's a really great song. Because Chaps br- bring men together, right? Uh, yeah, man. Chaps is in friends. Hey, and by yeah. the way, yeah, 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 yeah my, my, my Chaps, my old, my old Chaps, hey, yeah. Chappy. We're, we're chaps, and you know, someone, you know, sometimes guys wear boy, chaps, and they boy, forget the ass in the chaps. Boy, you know? my lips sure are chapped. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that works too. I've been. That works too. <laughs> All right, I have one last one. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's a great cut. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. That might be the single. I got I got to flush it out. It's kind of short. Yeah, but, it's, you know. it's getting more and more overt mm-hmm. as the songs go on. I'm I, noticing I, a trend now. Sarah's, I don't think so. But Sarah's in the room while you're writing these. Or? I write them in the garage <laughs> by yourself. But when she, when All the right. checks start coming in, yeah. Sarah's not going to complain. To be fair. Singing about ashless chaps. And this is another song about Texas. I love Texas. Well, everything is bigger in Texas. And all the land is open, so open wide. For all of you size queens, I got something in my jeans that'll make you scream. And everything is bigger in Texas. And my trousers are open, so open wide. For all of you twink boys, got a big old trouser toy for you to enjoy. Everybody now, cause everything is bigger in Texas. Texas. And all Size queens For all of you size queens I got something in my jeans That'll make you scream Everything is bigger in Texas That's That's a song about fishing, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, yeah, 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 yeah It sounds like I mean yeah, I mean everything's bigger in Texas, and you know one of my favorite jokes of all time was um, during the two thousands. They said um, George uh, W. Bush was going to outlaw gay fishing because you know there was a lot of like kind of you know more kind of slightly negative towards the gays legislation that they were trying to pass. And um, someone said, "Well, what's gay fishing?" He said, "It's like regular fishing, but you think about dudes when you're fishing." You know? Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So he wanted to outlaw gay fishing. (laughs) 
It's time for our listener mailbag. Your thoughts, your ideas, your criticism. Send them to show at caroutpodcast.com. Now, let's open your mail. Uh, the first one comes from Devin. Dear Todd, Buck, and the crickets. No crickets today, by the way. Normally, we, we have a cricket infestation here in the garage, and you can always hear it at the back of our shows, but today, actually... I got we, a cricket phobia, man. Be careful what you tell me. I don't. I might have to run out of here. You're saying you got a problem with crickets, my man? I think Murray might have something to do with that, though. Oh, yeah? Isn't Murray, like, you know... The, the dog? Yeah. My racist dog? <laughs> exactly. How many legs do crickets have? <laughs> you can't land in space Re- on really, fractions, really man. Right now. <laughs> All right, dude. So, we- dear Todd Buck and the Crickets, how do and this is a good question for Art. How do y'all feel about a good number of the larger podcasts forming networks? If your feeling is positive, is there any possibility of far out merging with a network that is sponsored by negative ion bracelets or a survey site that offers free iPads? Thanks, Devin. That was an attempt at comedy. I'm attempting there at the end, which, okay. Yeah, well, well, no, there are actually, there are sites, there are podcasts going on, and I'm sure maybe you guys filter out a certain amount of advertisers that try to come to like us, but that, that do negative ion bracelets. Have you heard I about that? I don't even know what the fucking negative ion is. It, okay, there's these people, and I've heard this on shows where they're selling actually like bracelets with like magnets It's like in magnets, them. yeah. Yeah, where they're selling magnets, and you'll hear on big time shows with big name people being like, all right, let's take a break here. Negative ion bracelets. It's actually it's a, it is a good way to uh, towards cleansing uh, the oh. body and it's a bunch of snake oil salesmen have entered the world of podcasting wow and um, there's also people that sell like um, what is it there's the, the adamandeve.com stuff that I'm familiar with yeah yeah and they they hit us up before to do advertising and uh, I, I told them no here's the thing um, with, as far as Devin's question goes about about a lot of these podcasting entities building networks and expanding you know, I'm all for it. I mean, what's not to love about a brand new kind of platform expanding and learning and teaching itself what it's doing and and finding its way? I mean, it's yeah. it, growth is right now at this particular point in podcasting and, and audio content on the net. Growth is the only thing that we really have. We can't be fighting each other too much yet because yeah. if we're all working together to get the word out there and to grow the fact, you know, this is the, going to be no pun the new normal, then that's what we can obviously be doing to help each other and get the whole thing. Yeah, it's good. It's the, good. The, the interesting point is he's hitting at the snake, the snake oil element of it. And there's that, like, uh, you know, there's adamandeve.com and they, they emailed us. They said, Hey, we want to advertise on your show. And I was like, eh. you know, it's like Kevin Smith is like hawking fleshlights all the time. And there, there's like the, and it's like, I don't want to sell vibrators here's to our my, audience. Here's my thoughts on that. I think that a lot of, that will it'll start to slowly go away right. as more bigger advertisers are coming into the scene and more of this is becoming you know um, accepted as a way it you know it's not some amateur bullshit that people are doing and right. the professional aspect really is starting to come out. Uh, I would if if it came to a point where you know we we could we could benefit by by joining with somebody and it would give us more exposure and it'd be a cool thing. I would totally join up with a podcast network. But at this point, I just like doing what we're doing and not dealing with other people and sitting in my garage and doing a show. And then also we've been we've been given the opportunity to have like snake oil salesman advertisers, but we don't want to do it because I don't want. I'm not trying to monetize this at, at this point. But I, I was approached by uh, Juanita's uh, Menudo. They do want us to. Uh, oh, I totally, I, I, I totally sell Menudo. That's one, totally one fine. Manudo, yes. Art, Art, 
one maybe you can bring that back to tom i don't want to steal our numbers but you know well they are a big sponsor now and you did get this business card from the ceo yes i mean from juanita from juanita's menudo yes juanita herself well it's uh no No. juanita is a she's a fabrication of the brand no juanita's not real So maybe one of our listeners uh they'll call the hotline we still have the hotline up yeah we'll give them a on the far out phone we'll give them a free free thing of juanita's juanita's menudo that's what's well i hope juanita isn't fake like the girl in the santita's chip bag that looks like gina grad oh yeah because one day like i want to meet the girl in the santita's chip bag every time i see a thing of uh santita's i actually Mm. take the photo of it and i send it to gina and so she's probably upset at this point it's like oh fuck another text from todd perry of a picture of the santita's chip bag girl Mm. i've I always wanted to meet the little girl in the Swiss Miss box. Oh, how old do you think she is now? No, in the on the box. <laughs> I don't. I don't talk about. I don't care about how long they've been around. I just want to meet the girl in the box. I think she's illegal. Art. You were probably what thirty I mean, now. <laughs> you but can't. See, he touch said that. he always wanted to. Right. You always wanted to. I didn't say started, I wanted to have adult relations. I, know, with, I just wanted just, to meet the little girl. She's, probably, she's got like the the you, Pippi Longstocking type blonde hair. So it was a Swedish. Probably have a nice cup of hot see, cocoa. Todd, it just seems like a nice experience. To see, have. Todd, that's ignorance. A nice. It's ignorant. It's ignorant. It's just wrong. <laughs> it's just wrong. Art. Ignorant. You got to be ignorant. You know I. A better Michael Jackson than you. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Listen, do it. You guys are just angry. <laughs> no, that's no, Mike. That's Mike Tyson. That's Mike Tyson. It doesn't uh, matter. No, it's you a lot know, better than yours. He, Trey he, Parker does it better than any of us. It's just that. ignorant. Tommy Matola is a devil. <laughs> what, what what I'm saying is that I think you felt comfortable saying that is because I was saying earlier before we started the show that I was following Paris Jackson on yes. Twitter yeah, and whether yeah. that made me like kind of wrong in some way. <laughs> do I follow anybody weird on Twitter? I don't. No. Are you on Twitter? What's, what's your what's your handle, Art? Arthur H. Webb. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> so, okay, that was a basic point. The guy was asking about the, you know podcast networks, everything like that. We we totally be into it. What what I don't like is I hate listening to shows when the hosts sit and talk about. Well, you know, we're trying to monetize the show, and they sit and they talk at long lengths about making money in podcasting off their audience, and it's like, wait, that's just like slightly offensive on some level. Like, okay, sorry, I got it. What are you laughing at? Are you laughing at the lack of professionalism that I just got a text message? what's going on here. Hey, man, you didn't silence the phone. I think that's that's rule 101 at this point. (laughs) What? Did you just say, I seen the slightest defunct? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're going to do, but it's got to be funky. I got a Sanford. (laughs) What do you sound like right there? Lamont, come here, dummy. (laughs) Next question here. This is from Colin Polly. Why do people hate on bow ties so much? Buck Perez, tell me. Why do people hate on bow ties? Wow. Uh, Do you hate on bow ties? What, what was the feeling never, about bow ties in here? I don't know. Never had the chance or opportunity to own one, I don't think. You've never had the opportunity. So through your life, you've never been in a store. No. And you've never been walking through a racks and you saw a bow tie. No and one's said, ever been presented to you. Said, Damn. I think at your wedding we had to wear one, didn't we? Yeah, no. but it was a clip on. Uh, that counts. Yeah. Yeah, I think bow ties. Bow ties are kind of militant. With tuxedos. <laughs> bow ties, bow ties and bean pies, you know that's what, what I'm saying? Think, yeah. That's that's what it is. With tuxedos the whole bow tie thing works. It's it's part of the shtick, but in in a general type of business atmosphere, it's just kind of like who's the pompous who's, asshole who's that thinks douche? you can wear a bow yeah. tie? Yeah. Yeah, you got to you got to have like a Harvard degree to walk in on with much, one of those or be much like just your, out of prison. Yeah, much like your doorbell. Up. It's kind of like snooty. You know, it's kind of on another level. He, he, you heard the doorbell. I'm sorry, right? we've, got, we've got Wellington chimes here going on. It's, it's, you know? uh, it's a little, you know. It just sounds like Big Ben in 1862. I mean, <laughs> well, we have Big Ben in Lakewood. It's, it's my doorknob. Big you know? grandiose chime. Ding, 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 ding. 
Yeah. I know. It was the previous owners of the house did that. So why do people hate on bow ties? It's because usually they're, they're, they're worn by assholes. Yeah, I think it's the people that generally wear the bow tie once you meet them. The bow tie isn't exactly the problem. It's just the people that generally wear them that you meet where you go, wow, that guy's a real fucking douche. Yeah, I, I, I've never been out with a guy with a bow tie and been like, oh, good times. Yeah, you see. Exactly. You know, my, my, uh, my mother, we, we bought my, me a grace. We done bought me a gray suit when I was in... Um, <laughs> I was in the fifth grade, and they had the fifth grade graduation class photo. Right. And what happened was I, I, I wore a, a gray suit that was tight-fitting. This was like 1987. By oh. your choice? or No, my mother. My mother, her, her sense of fashion was horrible. It was terrible. <laughs> Again, and, not Michael Jackson. And she put a red bow tie on me, right? So you looked like Pee Wee Herman. Yes. So like yeah. everybody called me Pee Wee for the <laughs> rest serious? of the year, I just, right? I just guessed it right there. No, yeah. but I had the red. I mean, bow tie. The only positive person associated with the bow tie is Pee Wee Herman, correct? Like no one else has rocked a bow tie. And besides, um, this is eighth grade, so this is pre uh, theater thing, right? This is before he whacked off in the theater, right? Or he, got caught. He, well, I mean, when he got caught, I'm sure he was whacking off in theaters. You know, Good point. <laughs> as often as possible. Who's Good that point. guy? Some actor just got caught whacking off in the theater. Uh, the Fred Willard. Willard yeah, yeah, Fred Willard. That's right. Yeah. In the at the Tiki Theater in yeah, Hollywood. They dropped the charges, awesome. apparently. See, so, what, yeah. are, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? I, I, what, you know what? Like, how do you not... Why do you... How does that happen? Don't you go, well, there's porno at home. You know, d- d- doesn't he realize Maybe that you can go Maybe he's probably got to get away from that wife, man. He can't even get into a room without her walking in and being like, what are you doing? He's got to go down to the Tiki Theater. Or maybe he's just been going to the Tiki Theater for 30 years and it's been his, you know, his ritual and That's technology true. happened since then and now he's getting caught. Uh, you know, who knows? It's nostalgic for him. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, th- I think that, that he needs a garage. Because I can tell you, there's a lot of jerking off going on in this garage. I'm just, I'm just, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't mean it like that. I was just, I'm sorry. The um, your, your lady friend who came with you today, Art. Uh, she she uh, she looked very well, uncomfortable well, I, when I said I, there was a lot I, of beating off going on in this garage. Jerking off, that's one of her trigger words. So you just gotta, you gotta be careful. <laughs> Safe word or trigger word? Trig- trigger, trigger, trigger. Word. Now, what is that? Oh, is, is that like a trigger word? Like my therapist told me. About, about you know having triggers. That, you know. Okay. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Okay. Well. I, you're safe right now. Just let you know that I'm not getting at myself at any moment. Art, Art's not getting at you himself either. You also want to stay from away. No, away no from, promises here. Uh, <laughs> Buck, no, anytime? Be, anytime. Stay away from the phrases orange juice. I'm sorry. Uh, duck pond. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. And Claude Monet. I don't know she what that was about. She seems to be... But. Shaking at this point. Yeah. Yes. It's not good. It's a little too much. We're so sorry the show had to go this way. <laughs> so we've been talking about so uh bow ties, it's not the boat don't blame the don't don't you know the hater of the game, the, that that whole saying. You don't hate the player, hate uh, the big, game. Big boy from Outcast can rock a bow tie. Now with that, um I like to thank Buck Perez for showing up on the show. Thank you, Todd. Art Webb, thank you. And Art Webb's going to be sitting on the next two ones we do. And uh, thank you so much, Art, for stopping by. This has been a real pleasure, man. I love that penguin. Oh, yes. Such was lullaby Ich sag gute Nacht 
And I said goodnight Schon leuchtet ein Stern mm, Yes, I see the light Die Sonne geht schlafen Der Tag ist vorbei When Uncle Satchmo sings his lullaby Baba do 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 she says Ich träume von dir And I dream of you Bleib immer mein großer Freund Yes, I do